Hi, welcome to Joshua Live. Today, Joshua talks about the concept of freedom. And it really got me thinking, what is freedom to me? And it really isn't anything to do with my external circumstances or conditions like a job, money, relationships. Freedom to me is this recognition that I can choose my own perspective on anything. And when I do that, I know that I have this power to choose my own thought, my own emotion, and my own beliefs. That is freedom to me, to be able to navigate the endless possibilities of my life with clarity and joy. So I hope you will enjoy this episode as much as I did before we get on with it, I want to remind you guys of a few things. We have two retreats coming up in 2024. We have the Spring Fling in North Carolina, May 2nd through the 6th. And we also have our France retreat, September 15th to the 21st. We also have a new podcast called An Unimaginable Life that Gary and I host. If you have not heard it yet, it's a really good time. We and some of our friends discuss the unimaginable, unbelievable things that occur in our lives. It's hilarious. We also discuss from time to time topics and concepts that White Light and Joshua bring to us. We break those down in a way that we hope everyone can really understand and use in their daily life. So if you would like to listen to that, you can find it on Spotify. Also, Gary and Joshua's book, A Perception of Reality, which is fabulous, by the way, if you have not read it. It is 10 years old right now. And Gary is giving the audiobook away for free before it goes on to Audible. You can get your free copy on the website at the teachingsofjoshua.com. And you can use the coupon code Gary Free to get your free copy of that amazing book. So that is all that I have to bring to you. Thank you so much for being with us. We truly appreciate you listening. And let's hear what Joshua has to tell us about freedom. We are thrilled to be here. Well, there's one thing we think you would like to understand a bit more about. It's this idea of freedom. What really is freedom? And how is freedom maintained or felt by where you are? How would one accomplish a sense of freedom? Would you rearrange your conditions so that it seems as if you have more freedom? Or would you understand that freedom is inherent in this reality, that it is your birthright, that you are ultimately free to experience anything, anywhere, at any time, that there are no limits in this reality? There are no limits outside of you. In fact, there's nothing really outside of you. Everything that you perceive outside of you is just an agreement that you made based in what? Based in your belief system. So to understand what freedom is, it would be the freedom to feel whatever you intend to feel. The freedom to experience things in a way that would allow you to feel how you would like to feel. If you want to manifest something, it's not about the thing itself in your outside reality. It's about the feeling you believe the thing will give you. Well, if you got really good at your feelings, you would have ultimate freedom and ultimate abundance. There'd be nothing off limits to you. 
But what gets in the way of your freedom is a belief system that is not true, simply limiting. All limitations are self-imposed. You don't really know that. You don't really realize that the physical laws are not what you think that they are, that this reality is not what you've been taught to believe, that who you truly are is far more than you can imagine, and that what you want to experience, well, it can't be seen from the perspective where you are now. To get to this idea of freedom and abundance, true freedom, true abundance, you'd have to let go of what you think of yourself, what you think of your outside conditions, what you think of the people around you, what you think of experts who are telling you things, what you think about the laws of this reality, and what you think about every single box that you've ever seen anyone else create. It's a lot of repetition. And so when you imagine something, you imagine getting what you lack, you are thinking of a box. You are putting limits on it. You are literally limiting what you can experience by holding on to an ideal that you think would make you feel good. Well, if you got really good at feeling good now, then there would be no limits to you. You'd be limitless, i.e. free, free to experience anything. If you believe that this thing, this event, or this person coming into your life would make you feel good, well, then you would be on a freight train holding on to that ideal, trying to make that happen in your outside reality. And in doing so, you would bypass almost all the inspirations coming to you. You are setting yourself up for that limited experience in a limited way. And to get there, you would have to exert effort, spend time, struggle, manipulate, and try to rearrange your conditions so that it looked like the thing that you think you want. You are, in essence, bypassing this brilliant mechanism of physical reality, the universe itself, designed to create for you everything beyond which you could possibly imagine, the unimaginable. So now if you let all that go and you think, well, it's all about feeling in this reality. This is a feeling reality and all you're ever doing is feeling something. What would you like to feel? Well, you might say, I've never felt this and I've never felt that. So how could I possibly know what I like to feel? And we say you've had almost all the feelings you're going to experience in this lifetime. And as you reach higher and higher and higher perspectives, those feelings will feel more. But if you're looking at this idea of manifesting things because you think it would make you feel something, you're casting away that which you believe would not feel good. But you really have no idea because from the perspective where you all are now, this feeling reality will feel much different to you. The only time you ever feel anything that you call negative emotion is when you're interpreting your reality inaccurately. The only time that you ever feel what you do not want to feel, fear, is when you are perceiving yourself or your reality from a perspective that's limited. But once you raise that perspective, suddenly nothing can feel bad. It's impossible. Once you process those limiting beliefs, once you have the tools, once you have the mechanism, once you have the process, once you understand how this whole system works and who you are within the system, once you realize that there are no limits and that nothing is off limits to you, 
that all your limitations are self-imposed, well then, doesn't it make sense to work on a belief system that imposes those limits? Because without that belief system, you would literally be limitless. And here's how that would work. If you existed in your body with the full understanding of who you are and that you're fully connected to everyone and everything in this reality, in fact, that reality is you, and you simply said, I choose not to specifically manifest anything. I choose not to do anything from the singular individual perspective, but to do it from the oneness perspective and to think about, okay, how about this feeling? Not thinking how that feeling could manifest, just thinking about the feeling itself. So what about the feeling of connection, the feeling of camaraderie, the feeling of togetherness, the feeling of doing something in a group bigger than yourself for something that is more than you could possibly imagine, coming together and endeavoring to understand another's perspective and to serve them not by telling them what to do or giving them advice, but by channeling your inner self and your guidance supporters to do and say the things that are most effective, most beneficial for you and them and everyone else all at the same time, bringing your personal power into this reality to connect more, to feel that connection. So you say, okay, let's go ahead and imagine what that connection could feel like. Well, you've had the feeling of connection before, maybe when you were young, maybe when you were in a group of friends, maybe when you were all doing something fun together, maybe when you were all working on a project in school or something, maybe when you saw something on TV and were inspired by that idea. And this feeling of connection, you let build up inside of you and you enjoy that feeling, whatever amount that you've ever felt before or that you can conjure. And then you let go of how it should look, how the manifestation should arrive, how other people might have done something similar. You let go of wanting anything specific. And you simply interact with the universe, with your reality, with all the people in your reality, with everything that's going on in your reality, in a way that says, I'd like to lean in more. I'd like to connect more. What would it feel like if we were all connected? And then see what happens. Let the universe bring to you that which is unimaginable to you. You see, there are no limits. And when you say, oh, there's the speed of light, that's the limit of speed in the universe, you will find that that's not true, that there are no limits to anything, no matter what your scientists say or what your experts or teachers say. These things that they consider fact are simply perspectives, perspectives that are limited now. Think back 200 years ago and what the scientists were thinking then. None of it applies now. Almost none of it applies now. And there are new ideas coming up all the time. So wouldn't it make sense that there'd be new ideas coming up as you all move to higher and higher perspectives? When you move to a higher perspective by seeing yourself as more, you literally move to a new reality that has never been explored by anyone. And so what is possible in these new realities is impossible to imagine from where you are now. But where you are going, you will see more of this, more things coming online, more wonders, more fantastic discoveries, more scientific ideas, just piecing together little pieces bit by bit, all separately in different parts of the world, coming to understand 
who you truly are. This whole platform of Earth is designed to allow you to discover that, discover that nothing you believe is really real or relevant, that you can choose these beliefs, but it's all based in the feeling. And the feeling you would like to feel is free, but you already are free. So any possible limits that you have on your freedom are imposed by a belief system that you've been told by others who are in fear. You want to think a little bit differently about that subject and the subject of abundance, redefine those ideas, and realize that it's nothing more than a perspective. And if you can reach a higher perspective on freedom, understanding what it truly means to be free, well, you can reach a higher perspective on anything in your life because that's all within your control. This is all within your power. And as you think less about the human version of you that is sifting and sorting and playing by the rules and acting on assumptions that you learned along the way, but then going deeper into who you are and accessing the wisdom, the infinite wisdom and intelligence that's available to you through your guides and supporters in your inner self, through source itself. All of that is available to you. You cannot remember it yet, but this process of shifting perspectives is one of remembering. And as you move into higher and higher densities, lighter, faster, easier, more interesting densities, you access that which you once knew in the non-physical. You will start to remember who you are. You'll start to remember how this works. You'll start to remember who everyone else is. You'll remember why you came and played this game. You'll remember your talents and attributes. You'll remember your soul's purpose. You'll remember how to get everything, not just what you think you want, but everything you truly want. Now, there's one interesting aspect within this whole game. This is the thing that keeps this game interesting. This is the thing that keeps you limited, and it's fear. You don't like the feeling of fear, so you avoid any situation that could give rise to this feeling. But there is nothing wrong with the feeling of fear. It's just that you're not used to it and that you've been avoiding it. Fear is there to keep tabs on your perspective. Are you really ready to move to the next level? If you are, you'll push past fear, you'll have experiences, you'll get insights, and you'll see yourself from a higher perspective. If you're not, you won't act. That's simply it. The limiting aspect of fear is that it limits you from acting when you're inspired to act. It also limits you from acting when you have an urge to change conditions. Often you're able to push past that fear and act on those urges and set yourself off on a detour exploring who you're truly not. But when you can receive the inspiration and you've let go of the outcome and your ideals, let go of any of the boxes you think you want, and simply push past that fear to have an experience, a simple experience, you're going to gain two things, confidence and clarity. Each time you push past a fear, you're going to see how easy it is. You're going to look back and realize you had nothing to fear. It's going to seem strange to you that you even hesitated in the moment. And when you do enough of this, because you've had the experience and you've learned how easy it is to push past fear, 
and how exhilarating it is, this will give you confidence. If you can push past more fear to connect more, to do what you're inspired to do, to go for the feelings that you want, because if you birth the desire, if you hold that feeling, you're going to be guided to the fruition or manifestation of that feeling. You're going to be guided in the most elegant manner possible. But you're going to have to act. And there's always going to be fear. So to be limitless in this reality, which is your birthright, there's only one thing and one thing you ever have to do. Get good at recognizing, processing, evaluating, and pushing past fear. Get used to feeling fear. Make the feeling of fear enjoyable to you. Make it interesting to you. Notice that your heart is beating a little faster. Notice that your palms are a little sweaty. Notice that you're alive in this reality and you can do anything, but you'll have to push past the fear. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Vic, would you like to start? Hi, Joshua. Uh, Gary started this conversation today by saying, think of the thoughts that are coming to you. That's very pertinent to what I wanted to ask today. Every time I think that I'm finally getting it, that I'm finally understanding how this works, I'll run into a manifestation event that'll prove me otherwise. Today, I decided to get breakfast from a bakery instead of making it at home, as I usually do. And I was waiting to place my order, and I was behind this individual who was taking an excruciatingly long time to place his order. And during the wait, my thoughts went something like, why is this guy taking too lo so long? To like, you know what? It's okay. This is a manifestation event. Peace, love, compassion. But still, come on, hurry up, man. And then just a seesaw of emotions right there. And then finally, I got to place my order. I picked it up, brought it home, opened the bag. Sure enough, they got my order all wrong. And then after that, I got an email from work saying that one of our web servers had stopped working. I logged on to my computer. Sure enough, my computer was giving me trouble as well. I couldn't log on to Zoom. My, once, I got, once I logged on, the screen share wouldn't work. Just everything that could happen happened. And then things just kept compounding. Now, in the past, I would have just labeled it all as like one of those days. But we now know that's not true. Uh, my question is this, in the future, when we are in a manifestation event like this, that has the potential to snowball the way the things, the way things did today, what could I do differently in that moment? What can I do to break out of these patterns? There's this pattern of the way we think in situations like this. Well, you what have to we give do? yourself, you have to give yourself a little bit of credit here, even for recognizing that you're in a manifestation event. It's a wonderful thing that there is no really place for you to go. There's no destination. You wanted this journey. You wanted this experience. In a non-physical, there's no lines. Nothing breaks down. You can manifest anything in a moment. But nothing means anything. In a physical, you get all this context. You, like most people, come to these teachings to learn how to manifest what you want better. And so you say, Okay, I'll do this work. I'll see myself from a higher perspective. I'll see myself as a creator of my reality. I'll understand this concept of manifestation events. And I'll process limiting beliefs along the way so that I can manifest better. I want to be an expert manifester. I want to be talented at manifesting what I want. Well, this is the process. What you want 
is to understand who you truly are. Who you truly are is a magnificent, eternal, and limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance. This is who you truly are. You can't remember this. Doesn't feel like it. Doesn't seem like that's ever going to work out. Doesn't seem like there's any way you could have that perspective in this reality. But this is eternal. This is the process of ascension. Coming from a limited perspective of yourself with limitations imposed by belief systems upon yourself. Perceiving that outside conditions are the limits. And then coming to see yourself as the creator of the reality and playing this game of context along the way. Now, if you think about what a brilliant manifester would have created in this day, you say, I would go to my favorite bagel shop. I would arrive with no problems. There wouldn't be too many crowds in there. The people in front of me would be knowing exactly what they want and making their transaction smoothly and swiftly. I would get my order perfectly. I'd bring it home and it would be delicious. And I would go on to every other experience in the daytime. Of course, this is from a limited perspective, wanting to control the outside conditions. From the creator perspective, the limitless perspective, you would say, I only want one thing. Since I'm a limitless being, I want to know where I've imposed limitations on myself. And so a manifestation event comes to show you your limiting beliefs. One, I believe in, I'm in a hurry. And this person is getting in my way. Without that person, I would get my food perfectly. I want a capable person making my breakfast so there are no mistakes because I want what I ordered. But here I have this person who messed up the order and because of this person, I can't enjoy the breakfast that I had. I want the servers to work perfectly. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to lose money. I don't want to have these issues. I don't want to do the stuff I don't want to do. And so all these things come to show you judgment, doubt, that you have these preferences. And if these preferences aren't met, you will not be happy. You will not be pleased with what's going on you're exercising a bit of control. Sure, that makes sense. From a limited perspective, perceiving the outside conditions can make you feel something. You want to control those conditions so that you start to feel good more of the time. But since it's all about perspective, this is how you feel good. You wake up in the morning and you say, I welcome all the manifestation events. They are gifts from the universe showing my limitations I cannot see. So I go into the place to get my breakfast, and there's a person in line taking an excruciating amount of time. Oh, what's the limiting belief there? That I have a lack of time. Now, that is an interesting limiting belief to look at because you are an eternal being. So for an eternal being to perceive they have a lack of time, this would be a very, very, very limited perspective. A highly limiting belief system, a judgment popping up about something outside of themselves when they are the creator of this reality. So a conscious creator at the highest perspective would come in and notice just a simple twinge of negative emotion, which basically we'll say is fear, 
there that I'm not going to get to work on time. I'm going to have to wait, blah, 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 blah. And they would say, okay, hold on here. What is this belief that's being triggered by this person who's come to serve me in this manifestation event that I have a limited amount of time? How interesting that as an eternal being, I would believe that. So this means that in this one moment, in this one little tiny, not really a big deal manifestation event, I'm perceiving that that person is discourteous, non-cooperative, a problem, all preventing me from getting what I want. If this person did not exist on planet Earth, I'd be in front of the line. Everything would go smoothly. Therefore, from a limited perspective, I want this person out. And if you had the control to manifest what you think you want, you would bleep them out of existence and go right to the front of the line. And then you would notice that that person making your breakfast is making a mistake. You'd bleep them out of existence. And then you'd notice within uh, two or three weeks that there would be nothing in your reality except for a white box because everything else got in your way. This is why at the limited perspectives, your power of creation is also limited because you would act in fear, not in love. So walking in there in love, you would say, thank you for taking so much time. Thank you for reminding me that I'm eternal. Thank you for being here just to serve me. I am grateful and appreciative of you. Suddenly, this person remembers how to order. Don't you think it's interesting that this person probably comes into this restaurant often and other restaurants and knows exactly how to order what they want every other time? But with you behind it, as powerful as you are, with you behind this person, suddenly they can't remember how to order. Have you ever seen this happen? It is not a normal thing. Now, if you're starting to look for this, you will see abnormalities happening all over the place. This is not normal. Why is this happening? Because it's showing me my limitations. Now you see how you're the creator of your reality. You created this person who forgets how to order so you could find one tiny limiting belief and have the opportunity to process it. But what most people do is they condemn that person, that person who came to serve them. Instead of being appreciative, they want them out. If you want to exist in a state of freedom, you notice these things. Pay attention to how you're feeling. And at that moment, you know one thing for sure. My perspective is limited. It's off. I'm viewing reality inaccurately. How would I view this reality from a much higher perspective? If I was the creator of my reality, if I was my inner self in my shoes, understanding everything, how would I see this? And you will get the answer. If you ask, it is given. Now, this communication doesn't happen between Joshua and you. It happens between you and your inner self. We are a conduit right now of your inner self bringing this connection, this understanding. You are receiving thoughts as we are talking, and so are all of you. This is one. We are all one doing this together. 
you, us, your inner self, everyone else on this call, everyone else who's listening later date, and all the people that had to do what they did to bring you a manifestation event. Thank them all because this is your creation. This is how you create. This is the only thing you want to see your own limitations. Wonderful question. Michael. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Vic. That was a good one. I have a question. Speaking about fear, uh, how can differentiate between a fear that is a stepping stone to an inspiration or going passing that phase versus it's just an intuition that is not my path? Again, I, I know we talked before about options, and once you're on a good vibrations or a certain perspective, there might not be any even options to choose from. You're pretty much going on a path, and everything is being laid out on there. But sometimes you fall off that wagon, and you want to go back again, like as Vic said, it's like going into some options. And one of them, there might be fear versus, is this really natural? That's my intuition to go that way or so. That was my question. Excellent. Thank you. There are many layers to this question. We will start by saying that from a limited perspective, you can't know your path. You only are receiving inspiration. But here's the tricky part. If you're in a negative state of being, a lower emotional state of being, if you're in fear, if you think something's wrong, you're likely going to receive urges to change or control the conditions. The fear attracts ideas of how to change or control conditions. This is based on the survival instinct. If you are walking down a path in the woods and you see a bear up ahead, you're going to receive ideas and thoughts to change the condition, to backtrack, to take a new path, to hide. These are going to be things that are not on your path. Your path was straight ahead, but there's a bear there. And so now, physically, it's a good idea to change your path. It's a good idea to control the conditions. You have a survival instinct that says, don't get eaten by that bear. From a higher perspective, you'd want to go and pet the bear. The bear is cute and cuddly. You'd want to connect to that bear. But if you're not that vibration, you're going to get urges because you will feel the fear and you will run and take a different path. However, if you are in a higher state of being, a higher emotional state of being, if you're feeling good, if things are going well, if you're seeing yourself from a higher perspective and you get an idea, you're gonna feel fear. The fear is gonna say, don't do this, it's a waste of time. You don't have the money. Who's gonna believe you anyway? It's not gonna amount to anything. All of that is just fear. When Vic was standing behind the person at the counter who was taking a long time, the thoughts were coming to him. You probably should leave and go to another place. This is ridiculous. You need to say something to this person. All these urges to change conditions. He was not in a higher emotional state of being. But if he had walked in there all blissed out, he would not have noticed the person taking time. He would appreciate that he got a chance to come into this wonderful restaurant and order whatever he wanted. And when he got home with the food, completely different order, he would be so grateful for having the opportunity to try something new and delighting in what he got because he knew that this was a manifestation designed perfectly for him from a higher state of being. 
when you're in a higher emotional state of being, you are going to receive lots of inspiration, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds a day. Some come from your inner self. Some come from your guides and supporters. Some come from a combination of all these things, plus all the people and all the inner selves of all the people that you know, all working together. Sometimes inspiration comes from outside. Sometimes someone walks up and suggests an idea to you. Sometimes you see a movie or read a book and you're inspired. Sometimes you hear the tale of someone else and that gets you going. If it's interesting, if it's exciting, and if it moves you into an experience where you have the ability to raise your perspective and see that the experience is perfect, then you will gain information in that experience. So all experiences are good, as long as you can go in them with the highest perspective you can believe. No experience is bad or wrong. They all have information. You can't make a mistake. You've never made a mistake. But generally speaking, your choices, actions, and decisions are based in your current perspective. But if you can raise that perspective, even right before entering that experience, you'll see more. The experience will actually change for you. It'll be different. And we do not care what experience this is. You have beliefs about how this reality works. You might believe there's a finite amount of time. You might believe that you have to be responsible, that you have to do certain things, that you have to conform that you have to follow, that you have to trust others or believe in experts. You're not realizing the strong connection that you all have to your inner self that's available to you at all times. So we suggest practicing that connection, asking for direct guidance, asking to know things, playing with these ideas, not worrying about making a mistake or what people think ever, just realizing this is a game of sifting and sorting through context to see the highest perspective possible. You'll know when you see the highest perspective possible because you'll feel better than you would have five years ago when you had a more limited perspective, two months ago when you had a more limited perspective. You'll get ideas that would never have come to you before, that maybe this is for me, that maybe this is leading me to where I truly want to go, that maybe this is showing me a limitation. And I'm a limitless being, so I very much want to know these limitations. Maybe there's something in this for all of us. What is the feeling that I would like to cultivate in this experience? Do I notice how I'm trying to manipulate or control or guide this experience? Am I trying to get something out of this that I lack? This is a game. Yes, there are two things. Inspiration that will always lead you to everything you truly want. And urges that will always lead you on a detour, mostly experiencing things that you do not want. If you got angry and the urge comes to punch that guy in the face, you're not going to have the experiences from a high perspective. It's going to lead you into another set of conditions. In that set of conditions, you still have the opportunity to raise your perspective and move to where you want to be, but it's going to take a bit of time. You're not lifting in vibration. You're not lifting in perspective. You're not lifting in density. You're playing around in the context of the lower densities in more fear. So to get where you want to go, 
you'll have to process beliefs. How are you going to find these beliefs that you think are true, but are not true? Through manifestation events and through action when inspired. If you could let go of your need to know where you're going, let go of your grip on what you have that you think is so great. You see, you all have wonderful, spectacular lives. You all have the best life you've ever had of any of the lives you've ever lived right now. You all have certain things in your life that you are clutching onto very tightly, hoping they don't disappear, but you can't lose anything. And where you're going, it's going to feel so much better. It's going to be so much better. It's going to be so much more amazing than you can even possibly imagine. It's going to be unimaginable, but you can't see that. You can't imagine it. How are you going to imagine the unimaginable? If you're holding a death grip on what you have or what you think you need or eking out something in some form of control to get a modicum of security or a modicum of abundance or a modicum of freedom, it is limiting. The issue is here, though, the limited being cannot see beyond where they are now. Their perspective is limited. They don't have enough information. How do they get the information? They take action. But if you take action from a limited perspective, you're going to miss the information. There's nothing possible for you to see above where you are. But if you take action from the higher perspective, in joy, in love, in connection, in compassion, in trust and faith and understanding, in a sense of adventure and excitement, exhilaration and pushing past fear to do something that there's no way you could do. I get this crazy idea. It's ridiculous. What are people going to say? It's never going to work out. And you do it anyway, and you're going to get some information because you're looking at it from a higher perspective. And this is going to lead you to the next step and the next step and the next step and the next step. But when you say no, that's not on my path. You're in control of the ship. And it's never going to go anywhere. Well, it'll go, but only because there's certain things you'll allow. So we've often said, if you want to experience what it's like to act on inspiration, follow a passion. Be passionate about something. And you will act on much more inspiration because you really want to investigate this passion. You'll do more things. You'll spend more time. You'll spend more money. You'll pay more attention. You'll see yourself as capable, as worthy, as good in that passion. And that is a good place to start. But don't let it stay there. Don't let that one area of your life bump up higher than the other areas and cause an imbalance in the rest of your life. Bring it all up together. See it all from the higher perspective. And act over here on this area. And then act over here on this area. And then expect a constant feed of inspiration, where now you just do what you're inspired to do. There's a bit of fear with every action, but most of it is so irrational that there's no reason even to pay attention. This concept of acting on inspiration, of understanding what's inspiration, what's an urge, it is nuanced. It is a little more challenging at the lower levels. It is something that needs to be practiced. Gary was told that of all the inspiration that's flowing to him, 
he only receives or only is cognizant of about 30% of it. And of that, he only acts on 20% of that. So essentially, it's a 5 or 6% of all the possible inspiration that he's acting on. And he's having unimaginable experience after unimaginable experience. Imagine if you acted on a bit more than that. Imagine if you were practiced at seeing yourself from a higher perspective. Imagine if there were no limits, limits that other people told you was respectable. Oh, you shouldn't do this. You should only do that. Imagine if you didn't think for yourself. Imagine you just abided by what society says is good or bad. You would be living a limited life. Well, since you're all limitless beings and since you're highly emotionally sensitive, this will not stand. You're mavericks, you're explorers, you're adventurers. You want to live outside of the box. And outside of the box can't be imagined from your current perspective. So how do you get there? There's only one way. Exercise your freedom by acting on inspiration. And if it turns out that's not inspiration after all, you can still look at it as perfect and gain the information the confidence and the clarity that will come from that experience. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect. Thanks. Excellent. Thank you so much. Who's next? I'll share. Christina. So I feel this is kind of relevant to what we we're just discussing. I have had this inspired idea for quite a while to step out publicly on social media and offer like one on one sessions. And I was feeling with tomorrow being Valentine's Day, this would be a really great opportunity for me to kind of step out and just offer in a place of just giving to with the intention of creating connection and clarity and inspiration with people that I connect with. And I would be pushing past a lot of fear to do this. And I know that, you know, I might be coming up against manifestation events as well in this experience potentially. So I guess I wanted to ask, what is the best way, what's the best way to approach this? First of all, do you believe that this was inspiration or an urge to change the conditions? Well, I guess I, I have felt like it was inspiration. Excellent. So now that you feel like it's inspiration, say that this is an inspired idea. When I receive an inspired idea, I will feel fear and I will attract thoughts based on that fear. What are some of the thoughts that you attracted? People are going to judge me or I'm afraid to put myself out there. Why are you um, afraid to put yourself out there? What's the possible negative ramification of that action? To receive criticism. Why do you not want to receive criticism? Well, I guess it would make me feel bad. Would it make you feel bad or would you choose to feel bad in response to the criticism? Right. I, I would choose to feel bad in response to it. You believe that if you receive criticism, that you would choose to feel bad? Well, I, I just recognize that it would be a manifestation event, right? So I would be able to process that and see that that's just a perception of myself that I'd be holding or a limitation of myself that I could process. What do you imagine that you want through this connection to others? Well, it would be to gain confidence in myself. It would be to offer other people clarity and guidance and inspiration. Yeah. Excellent. What if what you wanted was manifestation events? What if what you wanted was to be shown your limitations? What if you went into this saying, I want criticism. I want to feel negative emotion. I want to notice when other people's opinions 
make me feel something. What is the belief behind that? I want to discover that belief. I want to process that belief and I want to get over it. What you want is nothing but criticism and see how you feel. What you want is nothing but judgment from others and see how you feel. What you want is the pushing past the fear just to offer it. What you don't want is everything to work out smoothly. What you don't want is for everyone to say how wonderful you are for doing the service for them. What you don't want is appreciation. What you don't want is validation from the outside. What you don't want is, is gratitude from others. What you want is to be shown your limitations. The fact that you might want the feeling of appreciation from another is the same thing as being afraid of rejection from another. It's still the outside condition making you feel something. What you want is the experience of this, the practice of being the teacher, the practice of pushing past your fear to offer yourself vulnerable and exposed to whatever may happen. Is it likely that you would offer this service to others and someone would kill you? No. So you can't die. So all of the fear is irrational. What you want going into any endeavor is to see manifestation events. Now, sometimes you don't want manifestation events. Sometimes you don't want to do that. Sometimes you want to have it easy and smooth. But if you want to put yourself out there, if you want to move swiftly to who you truly are, if you want to take this next arc in your life, if you want to become the version of you that you know is waiting to become, this is how you do it. This is how you're forged. Every single one of these experiences is like the sculptor tapping on the chisel, tapping away at the limitations to reveal the beautiful, picturesque figure beneath the granite. Humans would like to be perfect through outside conditions, reflecting back perfection. If you're the creator of your reality, you would make perfect conditions to reflect back to you how awesome you are. The conscious creator wants to whittle away the limiting beliefs, wants to whittle away the mental construct that causes all limitation, that causes all suffering, that causes all emotional pain. Most humans throughout history, 99.9999999999% have tried to manipulate conditions, try to control people, try to control themselves, try to improve somehow, try to make things better, try, try, effort, effort, struggle, 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 never getting anywhere with it because they haven't found the secret sauce. The secret sauce is you choose your perspective, i.e. how you feel in any situation. If you look at something from a limited perspective and say, I made a mistake, I shouldn't have done that, that was wrong, that was bad, that person shouldn't have said what they said, I should have been different than I was, I should be better, I should know better, I should have made a better choice, decision, action, you're going to feel negative emotion because it's not true, it's an inaccurate perception of reality. If you say, I am going forth to get a manifestation event so I can see a limitation, guess what you've done? You've looked at this from such a high perspective that when something, someone says something, you're not going to feel negative emotion because you're prepared for it. You've laid the course. You've set up your intentions. You go, okay, that person said something. That stung. This is what I want. How long is that going to sting for? Two seconds because you're on to the limiting belief and processing it. Imagine the roller coaster where you go, 
Tick, 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 slowly the top, slowly the top, slowly the top. And then it was just flat. You wouldn't have any fear. It'd be a nice view, but it'd be dull. For someone like you and all of you who are Mavericks and explorers and on the leading edge of the leading edge of thought and have come to this many time and are so powerful, you put yourselves in situations in your life that create a trajectory. That trajectory was built on limiting beliefs, on beliefs that are not true. And you are whacking them away one by one by one, tirelessly, fearlessly, poised to become something that you could not imagine. What could you become? If you got good at understanding your perspective and how your feelings are reflective of that perspective in every moment. If you got good at wanting manifestation events to come, good ones and bad ones, whatever you say, if you realize that all it is is feeling and this labeling of some feelings is bad and some feelings is good is limiting. And if you realize that that feeling of fear that you're all shying away from, that you're all trying to use to protect yourself, that feeling of fear is the feeling of life on this planet. That's what you came for. That feeling is not available anywhere else. Just here. Why are you here? For that feeling. And what could you become if that feeling no longer limited you? The feeling of fear. It's just a feeling. Some people are able to overcome that feeling or get used to that feeling or let it create adrenaline in their body. They get addicted to it in certain areas of life. What if you could do it in every area of your life? Well, no one's done that before. No one's done that before. Soaring like an eagle with outstretched wings because all areas of their life are elevated perspectives. From there, you'd be limitless in this reality or limitless by comparison. And then what could you do, be, and have? What could you do, be, and have from this high perspective, wanting to see all your limitations, processing them as they come, endeavoring to see yourself from even higher perspectives, and then not having an attachment to an outcome? I'm doing this thing because I'm inspired to do it. I think that maybe it'd feel good to do this thing. Okay, that's why I'm going to push past the fear because I think it'd feel good. But I'm not using this as the reason I'm doing it. I'm using it to a certain extent in my imagination, but that's not the reason. The reason is simply the experience, whatever that experience is. I'm open to any experience. Maybe it'll show me something about my identity. Maybe it'll show me I'm still holding on to hope for something that I lacked in my younger years. Maybe I'm wishing and praying and thinking this will solve some problem. Maybe I'm hoping that this will be possibly my career in the future. Sure, go ahead, do that if you like. But that's not what's going to happen. You're going to see step by step by step by step, limitation after limitation. But when you shift your perspective, you're going to have feelings that probably you have never felt with that intensity ever before. And then you can say, that's what I want. That's what I want. Oh, I see how this guidance game works. I got this inspiration. I felt the fear. I received the thoughts. I contemplated those thoughts. 
and I push past it anyway. You push past it. You hit the button. You hit the email. You sent the message out. And now you stop. You took that action. I just put myself out there. It's online. Let's see what happens. Okay? Maybe no one writes back. Okay. There's the belief. Maybe someone you did not want to write back writes back. Okay. Another judgment, another limiting belief. Maybe too many people. And you're like, why did I do this for free? Okay, another one. Check, 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 check. See, it's all going to be manifestation events anyway. Some you think are going to be good ones when they appreciate you and say, oh, Christina, you're amazing. And that's going to get boring really quickly. What you want is to stir it up. You want this mix and then see how you feel and then move on from there. Does that make sense? So. Yeah, I guess it's in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I have the inspiration. I know what I'm intending, but I'm going to let go of the outcome and know that potentially I'm going to be facing manifestation events in this experience in order to shift my perspective and continue to move forward. The more manifestation events you face, the more progress. The higher perspectives you'll be able to reach. The more experience, the more manifestation events. But when you get good at manifestation events, blink, 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 blink. It's over and done with. Move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. This is the infinite onion of limiting beliefs. But they're all false, every one of them. Some you believe are more true than others. Some are more core to who you are than others. But it all provides context, and this is the context that you wanted in this life. Dive into that context. You created it. Now, sort it out. You tangled up that knot. Now unknot it. Okay, thank you. We have time for one silly question. This question, of all the questions that have ever been asked in that category of silliness, must be the most silly question ever asked in the history of the universe. Who's got the silly question? I do. Emily. So we have been, this topic has come up a lot, but the idea of achieving balance, right? Areas of our life where we feel like things are pretty locked in. And then areas of our life that don't feel so much that way is the path to bringing everything more into balance or raising the vibrational experience and perspective in those areas is the path to that first determining and examining your limiting beliefs in that area. Yes or no. And then what does one do after that? Excellent. The path is this. You have one choice. I am the creator of my reality. I am the victim in my reality. Once you've established your choice and you say, I'm the creator of my reality. I understand I'm a limitless being who's imposed limitations on myself. I'm a magnificent, eternal being of pure positive love and acceptance. This is who I am. Everything is working out for me. Nothing is ever happening to me. Everything is designed to show me my limitations. That's it. This is what's happening anyway. But with the higher perspective, now you see it. So when you have an event that causes fear or negative emotion, you stop and say, aha, first limiting belief. You don't have to dive deep into your soul 
to find your own limiting beliefs. You can't do it anyway. They are hidden from you. You are not aware of them. If you were aware of your limiting beliefs, you'd process them. They'd be obvious. You'd know why that area is not working or this area is not working. But you don't know because you have a belief about who you are that's inaccurate. A lot of the stuff that you think is good is simply limiting. So you have a manifestation event. It happens to be in the area of relationships. Okay, in this moment, I can see a limiting belief. I believe X, Y, and Z. Now let's prove that that's not true. And you'll do a little work. And you'll soften it. You'll never, ever push it away or get rid of it. It will never evaporate. It'll simply be there, but less limiting, less limiting, less limiting, less limiting, until it's not limiting at all. When it's not limiting at all, is it really even a limiting belief? The belief is still there, but it has so much information that it turns from limiting to empowering. It's still a belief. It's still essentially not true, but it's not limiting you. So let's imagine you have a hundred beliefs. Of those beliefs, you might categorize some as empowering, and these beliefs have led you to the wonderful life that you're living now. And you categorize the others as limiting. They prevent you to, from acting when you're inspired to act because the noise that comes up says you can't do it, you shouldn't do it, it's not right, it's not time, blah, 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 blah. This prevents you from taking action. So you're holding on to 100 balloons. Some are red, some are yellow. Some are powering, some are limiting. That's your mental construct. If you alter that mental construct from limiting to more empowering, you'll have a completely different experience of reality in that area of your life. If you understand that when you feel negative emotion, you are perceiving that event, that situation from a perspective that's absolutely not true. You could say, okay, the only reason I'm feeling negative emotion is because my perspective, my idea of what's actually happening here is not true. My inner self is sending me this message to alert me to the fact it's not true. What possible belief could be causing me to perceive that's not true? And then you just write down something. It doesn't matter. Whatever you write down is going to be a limiting belief. When you get good at actually writing this down by hand on paper and writing down all those thoughts that came to you based in fear, oh, I'm going to be homeless. Oh, no one's going to love me ever. I'm always going to be single, blah, 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 whatever it is. I'll never get enough money. I'll never have the house. I'll never have blah, blah, blah. When you write all those thoughts down and that limiting belief, and you write whatever you can, whatever evidence that you can think of, either in your life, the life of your friends, the life of someone in someone else in the world, when you write down that that belief by itself is not a true belief, you whittle it away. And if you do this every single day, one belief, only from a manifestation, only from an actual event that actually happened or an actual thought that came to you, where you actually felt some emotion, not just picking them out of the air, but actual ones. See, this is how the universe serves you. It puts you in these positions. People serve you by being in that car that honks at you or standing in that line in front of you and taking forever. They're not 
doing it because they want to do it or they like to do it. Something has got them in that situation. They have to be there because the whole universe is conspiring. So suddenly this person loses their mind in the front of the line and can't remember what they like to eat. And they can't remember what an egg is or a bagel is. What's on an everything bagel? Can you explain everything on that everything bagel? I knew this yesterday, but I can't remember it today because Vic's behind me and he needs to find a limiting belief. And suddenly Vic is, oh, I'm under the illusion that I have a finite amount of time and that this person is causing me angst. Oh, and suddenly this person remembers what's on an everything bagel and they order. So you don't have to do anything. You establish you're the creator of your reality. You believe that everything's happening for you. You understand that you're being guided in every moment by inspiration, intuition, emotion, all of this stuff. You're supported. You can't see them. You can't remember them. But you believe they're there. And you say, I want one thing and one thing only to understand my limitations since I'm a limitless being. I want freedom, not by manipulating conditions, not by changing anything, but by understanding what actually limits me, these beliefs that are not true. None of those beliefs, limiting or empowering, are true. They're only perspectives. Raise your perspective, and you see more truth. Therefore, you feel better. And soon, when something happens, you go, Oh, thank you for running into my car, because this was the best way to show me a limiting belief. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Thanks, Joshua. Thank you. Thanks, Joshua. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. All right. Have you. a wonderful week. Cheers. By the way, we have two more spots on Orlando. I miscalculated. We have an extra bedroom. So if anyone wants to come, if everyone's inspired, it's a fun place to go. Contact Crystal or me. We'll see you all later. Thanks for being here. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Wasn't that an amazing episode? As they all are. I love Joshua's take on the concept of freedom and how they describe that in so many different ways. It's such a personal concept and it affects all of us in so many unique ways. And hoping you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. Before we sign off, I want to remind you guys that you can go to the teachingsofjoshua.com for information on any of the courses that Gary and I, along with White Light and Joshua, have available for you. You can also go to that website for your free audiobook. Perception of Reality is 10 years old, and Gary is giving that audiobook away for free using the code GaryFree. We also have the two retreats coming up for 2024, spring, May 2nd through 6th in North Carolina, and France, September 15th through the 21st. Those retreats are simply unimaginable. Connections for life, friends for life. We have such a wonderful time and we would love to have you join us. Again, if you want information on those, just send an email to garybodley at gmail.com and we will see you next time. Thanks for being here.